Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. I am your, I am Brother Thomas, your host. On behalf of all of us here at the KOGFC, we wish to thank each of you for joining us for a day, for a time of studying God's Word. We are here to command our morning and give God the first fruit of our day. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Before we begin, I ask that everyone please go to mute by pressing star six or the mute button on your keys on your phone's keypad. This will help to prevent any background noise but allow you to hear everything that is going on. Get your Bible, pad, and pen ready to write as the Spirit of the Lord ministers to your heart personally. Our program lineup is as follows. Sister Banks, who is giving our word of the day, yours truly, will be reading our scripture coming from Psalms 89, verses 27 to 52. And Minister Carla will be taking our prayer requests and praying for us after Apostle Rose expounds on the word. At this time, Sister Banks, please come forth. Amen. Good morning, everybody. Our word for today is Fidelity Tuesday. May God bless and keep you all as you go about your day being committed to him on this Fidelity Tuesday. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 Brother Thomas, your line is muted. Okay. Verse 27. Also, I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. My mercy will I keep for him forevermore, and my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also will will I make to endure forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. If his children forsake my law and walk not in my judgments, if they break my statutes and keep not my commandments, then will I visit their transgression with the rod, and their iniquity with stripes. Nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. My covenant will I break, will I not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Once have I sworn by my holiness, that I will not lie unto David. His speed shall endure, his seed shall endure forever, and his throne as the sun before me. It shall be established 
forever as the moon and as a faithful witness in heaven, Shelah. But thou hast cast off and abhorred, thou hast been wroth with thine anointed, thou hast made void the covenant of thy servant, thou hast profaned his crown by casting it to the ground, thou hast broken down all his hedges, thou hast brought his strongholds to ruin. All that pass by the way spoil him. He is a reproach to his neighbors. Thou hast set up the right hand of his adversaries. Thou hast made all his enemies to rejoice. Thou hast also turned the edge of his sword and hast not made him to stand in the battle. Thou hast made his glory to cease and cast his throne down to the ground. The days of his youth hast thou shortened. Thou hast covered him with shame. Shilah. How long, Lord, wilt thou hide thyself forever? Shall thy wrath burn like fire? Remember how short my time is. Wherefore hast thou made all men in vain? What man is he that liveth and shall not see death? Shall he deliver his soul from the hand of the grave? Shilah. Lord, where are thy former loving kindnesses which thou swearest unto David in thy truth? Remember, Lord, the reproach of thy servants, how I do bear in my bosom the reproach of all the mighty people, wherewith thine enemies have reproached, O Lord, wherewith they have reproached the footsteps of thine anointed. Blessed be the Lord forevermore. Amen. And amen. These words have already been blessed. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. What a powerful word on today. For those of you that are just now tuning in, those that are chiming in, those that are logging on via the chat room in the Internet, um, we are reading this morning from Psalms 89. Uh, Brother Thomas read verses 27 to 52. Thank you, Sister Banks. Um, talk about a an odd time word every morning. Um, the word of the day that she gives um, it's just hand in hand with the scripture that is being read. Because if there's ever uh, a scene or portraying of fidelity, uh, we're seeing it in this particular uh, verses of scripture here on this morning. So today. She called it Fidelity Tuesday. And uh, the moment that she gave the word fidelity, immediately um, the Lord said, I want you to, to, to mention that word fidelity and to look at what does that mean. 
And how does that line up with the scripture on this morning as we begin to read this and look at this as Brother Thomas was talking about? Fidelity is talking about the faithfulness to a person. And so here we are seeing in the scriptures God's continued loyalty and support of his people. Even today, God is continuing um, to shower us with love and continue to support us as he did um, for David and those of old, even during our times when we weren't so loyal, during, even during the times when we were not always supportive. God was still always supportive of us. And so yesterday we began by saying, uh, talking about, you know, the first 37 verses, uh, which celebrated and celebrates God's selection of David. David was the chosen king. And so remember I talked about the three words, and there were three words uh, which deals with law, faithfulness, and forever. And those three words occurred seven times throughout this entire um, 89th chapter of Psalm. Uh, we see love. Love is represented in, in verses 1, 2, 14, 24, 28, 33, and 49. Faithfulness, that word faithfulness is represented seven times. Verses 1 and 2. Verses 5, 8, 24, 33, and 49. And then we also see the word forever. I mean, God is, is just forever and ever. Amen. And so we see this word seven times as well in verses 1, 2, verse 4, verse 28, 36, 37, and even in the last verse, verse 52. So God and David here, they have, it's just a special covenant that has been made here. And that covenant is not something that's temporary. You know how sometimes we make a covenant with one another? You know, a lot of times it's not permanent. We see that all the time. It's a temporary thing. But here God's covenant is permanent. It's like the heavens when we look at verses 28 to 37. The heavens, they're permanent. You know, even the, the disobedience of the, the king's sons, they, they can't alter the covenant that God has made with his servant. We see that in verses 30 to 34. And on the authority of God's uh, promise that's sacred before a witness, David's throne is going to endure forever. Hallelujah. Even in verses 35 to 37. So remember I mentioned even yesterday that, that this particular chapter, because it was, that's the reason why we broke it up over two days, um, because it's a long chapter. And so there are three sections. We talked yesterday about section one, which is uh, verses 1 to 18, being a, a hymn uh, in praise of God. You know, of Yahweh being the supreme Lord and the creator of the universe. And then we talked briefly about section two that was covering verses 19 to 37. We stopped yesterday on verse 26, but this particular set, uh, section covers all the way up to verses 37 where God is restating um, that eternal covenant that he has made with David and that there, there's going to always, remember we talked about this in depth, 
that there would always be a descendant of David as king of Israel. See, even if those descendants prove to be unfaithful, and because we're dealing with human folk, we're dealing with people, people can very often prove themselves to be unfaithful. But God, hallelujah, but God, he's not unfaithful, you know, so he's not going to break his promise like we sometimes break our promise. He's not a promise breaker. He's a promise keeper. And so he is ensuring um, that the Davidic dynasty uh, is going to stand, that it would continue. And then today we're looking at the last section, section three, which covers verses 38 to 51, you see, because there's a cry now. You know, we we see the beauty and the glory and the goodness and the wonderfulness, but here today we're also looking at some weeping, some crying. Why? Because there's a defeat that has taken place of the king, and here there's a prayer for deliverance. All throughout this, the book of Psalms, we've been hearing the cries for deliverance, for salvation. And so the, the lament in verses 38 to 45, you know, it, it appears to be a community cry. But in verses 46 to 51, uh, this thing is personal. There's a, a prayer for deliverance here. You know, we even see in verse 50. Well, this can be the king himself. Lord, I need deliverance. Help me here. And so when we look at the very last verse, uh, you know, verse 52, it just sort of stands out uh, uh, totally of its own, not really even a part of anything. And so it's it's actually uh, a formula concluding or ending, uh, you know, what we call that formula for the praise to our Lord God. Hallelujah. And it prepares us to go into um, the next book here. Because remember, we talked about the Psalms as a whole, the entire, all of the chapters are broken out in books. And so tomorrow we'll be, or Thursday, shall we say, we'll be starting in the third book, uh, which begins with chapter 7, which begins, uh, um, you know, from 73 to 89. It closes out. And then we'll be going into the next book that will start chapter 90. Let me say that because we're just completing this particular uh, book. Hallelujah. So I love the Psalms because there's a lot that is here for you and I to grow by, even teaching us about praise. You know, we, we think that we know praise, but it's when you read the book of Psalms is when we begin to fully understand what praise is all about. Praise is even during these hard times, these tough times, these tight times, sometimes pitiful times is when we still have to give God praise. And that's what Psalms is all about. Many call it psalmody. Hallelujah. And so in verse 27, we see the firstborn, we see the word firstborn, or we see this as a title that distinguishes uh, a one that has rank. You know, if you're the firstborn child, you got some privileges over all the rest of them. Uh, back in the day, unfortunately, the firstborn took all the heat of everything else. The last one born, they sort of have life just wonderful. But that first one, you know, they go through much, and that's why a lot of times there are more privileges that is given upon the very first. And so here that older son, 
You know, it receives a, a greater share of the father's property than any of the other sons. That, that particular son becomes the head of the family when the father dies. And so here we see this represented even in the scripture. The promise here is that David will be a king that is greater than all the other kings. See, the last part of the verse even says higher. It states higher than the kings of the earth. That word higher, it means greatest, that one that's more famous. And so as God is the most high, David is being represented here as that most high king on the earth. And so we can actually see God's promises um, that has been made even in verses 28 and 29. There is a steadfast love. There is no greater love than that of our Heavenly Father. And we thank God for his love towards us that never changes. And so that steadfast love that is shown by God to, to his servant, we can see it here because he loved David. And there is an establishment of David's dynasty that is to be forever. You know, we read about that even yesterday in verse 4, and we see it even today in verses 36 37. See, his descendants would reign in his place forever. It even talks about as the sky lasts. And how long is the sky lasting? It's lasting forever and ever. So that dynasty is going to be forever and ever. Even verses 30 to 32 reveal that the Lord, God, Yahweh, he gives a warning that he will punish, guess what, any disobedience. You know, if those descendants are disobedient, you know, it's going to come with a price. You know, his children, which he stated clearly in verse 30, he's talking about this. There are sins, though, even though punishment comes because of the stuff that we do. Here we see that those sins does not cancel out the promises that God has made to David. He said your dynasty would always continue to reign over Israel. God's word is his word. He said what he meant, and he meant what he said. And so there are four words that are used uh, in verses 30 to 32. If you look at those words, especially if you're reading from the King James Version, we see the law, we see judgments, we see statutes, and we see commandments. All of these are terms representing the laws that are part of the covenant between God and his people. See, we are to walk according to the law. We are to walk according to his judgments, his statutes. We are to walk in according to the commandments that have been set. Those that were set then, those same laws are set for us today. And when we talk about our walk, when it talks about the walk, even in verse 30, this is dealing with our conduct. See, the laws help us to walk in a way that's conducive to the will of the Father. That walk has to do with how we conduct ourselves, how we act, not just within the confines or outside of the confines of our walls, but even how we conduct ourselves within when nobody else sees us, when it seems to be we're hidden from everyone else, our conduct, our behavior. And so when one breaks the statutes 
as we see in verse 31, we do ask that everyone please go to mute. I am hearing some background noise. If you do come on and your line is unmuted, please immediately go to mute. Thank you so much. And so, again, when we violate those statutes, you know, when we break those statutes, we have now violated God's law. You know, we have uh, profaned the covenant. And we are to be a people that will walk in total obedience and submission to what God's word has said. That's when the blessings come, when we know how to walk in obedience. You know, it says, he that is willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land. I want to eat the good of the land. Amen. I want to see God uh, do great things by walking in obedience. But something stood out to me this morning, even as I read verse 32. It says, then will I visit their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with strife. See, the Bible tells us even also to spare the rod, spoil the child. See, as little children, as children, you know, when we are disobedient, what happens? Especially back in the day, they don't do a whole lot of that now. They put you in time out. But back in the day, there wasn't no such thing as timed out. You were spanked. You were scolded. There was punishment that came when we were unruly, when we were disobedient. Where it's the same for us as children of God. There are repercussions for our actions. There's always a consequence to the decisions in which we make. And so the rod in this verse is a, is a figure, it's a picture that we can see that brings about some punishment, and that punishment is not nice. It's a harsh punishment. See, rebellion and wrongdoing, you know, it brought the cane. It, it, brought, it, it brought some lashes here. And back in the day, I maybe y'all probably didn't, you know, y'all probably didn't go through this, but back in the day, you know, it says, uh, it talks about that rod, it was straight, it was plowed, it was a stick that was prepared to serve as a cane to whip folk. For us that grew up, you know, my brother's a witness. <laughs> you know, I can sort of feel now the harsh punishment even now. You know, we had to go back outside and in the backyard when we did things that was wrong, we had to put together our own punishing switches, you know. I mean, you were pulling off almost tree branches, you know, and that's what it felt like to me. And it was to bring about a punishment. Why? Because of being disobedient, because of doing things that was wrong. Again, you may not have had to go through that, but I remember those days oh too well like they were yesterday. And if what I chose wasn't satisfactory, my mom would go get her own. <laughs> And I tell you, it was as if uh, uh, she had picked up the whole tree, not just a few little branches. It's like she picked the whole tree. Hallelujah. Where it's the same for us today. There is punishment that will come when we fail to be obedient. Because God is a, a loving God, but he's our heavenly father. And he chastens those in whom he loves. And so in verses 33 to 34, God will punish those who do not keep the covenant. But he will not. This is the most wonderful thing. He won't break his covenant. He may have to chasten us, but that doesn't change his love towards us. 
and he's going to remain faithful to his promises as he made even here, even then. See, there is that steadfast love. It's not the kind of love of today that is, you know, as long as everything is hunky-dory and everything is going okay, I love you. God's love is steadfast. You know, his, his faithfulness is always when it comes to dealing with his people. And so God repeats his promises in verses 35 to 37, taking a vow that he will not lie to David. God is a God that will not lie. Hallelujah. There he just can't. He is true to his word. He says, by my holiness, means that God guarantees that what he says is true, is trustworthy. You can take God at his word. Hallelujah. You don't have to worry about saying what he said. You know, that's it. That's it. That's all. Hallelujah. And so we see in verses 38 to 51, this presents a a striking, a little bit of a a contrast of what took place earlier. You know, that, that permanent covenant now appears to have ended. God seems to be doing the very opposite of what he promised according to verses 38 to 45. And so the psalmist is now mourning because the king has been defeated. See, in verses 38 to 45, the the psalmist here is, you know, as if he's accusing God of having broken his covenant with the king and, and having caused his defeat or humiliation. Instead of honoring the king, you know, he's defiled and he's subjected uh, uh, his people to shame. And so the throne, which was to have been exalted that we read on yesterday in verses 3 and 4 and, and then today here in verses 28 to 29 is now thrown down in verse 44. The enemy we see here, their right hand, not the king, but the enemy. You know, in verse 25, uh, it's now, they're being exalted here in verse 42. We see Jerusalem in verse 23, not the enemy that has been crushed. Jerusalem, right here in verse 40. And then David, he has suffered military defeat. Jerusalem here has fallen to the enemy's hand. You know, the enemy forces, I mean, it's been, if you look at verses 40 and 41, you will see there was some stuff that had taken place, stuff that had been stripped. I mean, they had been ransacked. And so now the king, according to verses 39 and even looking at verse 44, he's been stripped of his royal symbols. He's become the scorn of his neighbor. I'm going to tell you, when you've been sitting in a high place in a position of, of stature, and then all of a sudden you've been stripped of that, you're no longer up here, you're now with everybody else, I'm going to tell you folks that are sitting back saying, well, what in the what is that? What in the world? How in the world? You know, they sit back and they laugh, they make little remarks, and they have all kinds of things to say. And so here, King David is going through so much, so much scorn, so much criticism, so much bitterness. And so in verses 42 and 43, instead of fighting on behalf of his servant, the king of Israel, the Lord God took the side of his enemies. He made them victorious. He made them rejoice. And so in verse 44, 
David's glory. It has ceased. His position has been removed. His kingdom seems to have ended. And because of this, guess what? The king, it says here, talks about him where he's aged prematurely. His health, his vigor, is gone. I mean, he's covered with shame. There is that, that bitterness. The psalmist speaks about the king being even cut short in his youth in verse 45. And that word youth is almost identical to saying and this, this thing is, is eternity. If you begin to think for just a moment, because even as I was reading this this morning, I was thinking about uh, uh, people such as our presidents. If you look at even down to President Obama, have you noticed that usually once they go into that place of office, it's a very quick time, very short period of time, all of a sudden your hair goes white, the gray starts popping out because as a black person you see the gray. A lot of times with whites it's just full of white hair, you know, but it's like they age quickly. <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen that time and time and time again, but it became so um, real as I read these verses how one ages prematurely. They appear at the end not as vibrant as they were at the very beginning. And see, all that goes with power. That comes with the authority sometimes that has been given to you. When you've been given all this great might, sometimes it can rob you. We want so much of stuff. We want so much authority. Everybody wants to be the boss. Everybody wants to be the chief. But, see, with those responsibilities comes other stuff. Sometimes our health, our overall well-being can become raw. And so, I mean, years can be taken away from one's life, even as we see right here in verse 45. So the psalmist now, both the psalmist and the king, uh, in verses 46 to 51, are praying that God will save them. Their prayer is for deliverance. You know, and we think about, thought about the little crazy song, Should I Stay or Should I Go? You know, I can imagine this, the, the psalmist is, is wondering, you know. But guess what? The psalmist have chosen to stay and to trust in the Lord. God's anger, you know, it, it can't be burned for long because, you know, in verses 46 to 48, we realize that because stuff has happened, the lifespan has been shortened. And so even though all the evidence is against him, guess what? He still calls on the Lord. He still calls God to, to honor the covenant and show forth his love to his anointed one, even in verses 49 to 51. This is a dilemma because sometimes even for you and I today, right now, sometimes we, we begin to wonder, we get shaken in our faith when what we know God has promised us when it seems to have a collision course with what we're dealing with right now today. God has promised us greatness. He has promised us great success, but at the current moment in the present time, we're going through chaos, loss, and lack. Hallelujah. And so in the midst of it, we've got to learn to trust in God's love. We can't go by what it looks like. We've got to go by what he has said. Hallelujah. We've got to trust in everything about the Lord, regardless of the appearance. We've got to continue as we close this morning. As I close out with this, continue to call on God. 
Continue to remain steadfast. Continue to be committed to follow after his statutes, to stand according to his commandments and his laws. Hallelujah. Sometimes we've got to say, but Lord, you promised, even though the opposite is all around. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter, saints, men and women of God. Take your eyes off of what we see in the natural and ask the Lord to give you the 2020 vision that is necessary in the spirit to know that God will never leave you nor forsake you. When we walk in accordance to his word, when we walk in obedience to do what he said that he would do, God will come and see about us. Continue to believe in his promises. Continue to stand on what he has said, no matter what. And you will find that today truly is Fidelity Tuesday because we serve a faithful God. He continues to be loyal who will continue to support us. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I pray these words have been an encouragement to your very soul and that you will continue throughout this day to meditate on his word. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Good morning. Amen. Good morning. I am Minister Carla. I will be taking your prayer request this morning. So if you have any prayer requests or if there's anything God has laid on your heart on this morning and you would like to be lifted up to the throne of grace on this morning, I will be taking those requests right now. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Minister Carla. This is Brother White. I'm going to ask for a personal prayer request for myself, that my health does not waver, that I am strengthened daily to accomplish what the Lord has said and laid on my heart for me to accomplish, that I may be a blessing to others and that I may see the fruition of ministry of the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church. Amen. 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 Go ahead, Pastor Lynn. Oh, amen. Mr. Carla, uh, don't forget our mothers this morning, those that are in nursing homes, those that are having problems with Alzheimer's this morning. Um, again, let please don't forget the storm victim because it's, 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 the boundaries are extending. They're not only in Texas, they're in um, Nebraska. I mean, they're in South, there's places in South Carolina. Um, let's just, just really, really just pray that God will send help speedily. Amen, because there's loss of lives there. Um, let us keep our families before the Lord, that, you know, we're believing God for salvation. We know that he's going to do it, but that God will just reel them in. And let us pray for marriages, that God will restore and repair. Amen. Amen. And just off the road, amen, that God will continuously strengthen her as she does the task for the ministry. And that God 
just send in those heifers. He said that he was, so we're believing God for us. And pray for each member on the line this morning and for our veterans. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Carla. Amen. You're welcome. Minister Carla. Minister Carla. Hello? Uh, This is Brother Thomas. I want also to uh, have a prayer request set up for for Bishop Abrams, for his wellness and his uh, quick uh, recovery. Amen. Uh, Minister Carly, if you would lift up um, my son Ronald on today, and also um, a young man um, by the name of Sean, uh, we want to uh, lift him up for uh, healing, uh, who has just been diagnosed with cancer. So we want to, um, and he had just been engaged. So want to lift him up as well as his, his fiance, that um, God will give them strength during this particular time, and all of those that are going through uh, different types of sicknesses. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Are there any more? Amen. If our hearts and minds are clear on this morning... I'm sorry, Minister Carla, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Would you add uh, Pastor Joe Pollock? On your on your prayer request um, for him and First Lady Alicia, that uh, for God to, to bless. There are some decisions that they're doing as far as their business is concerned, um, and so we want to just pray with them, stand in agreement with them as they are preparing to go full time into ministry, um, but in how they need to do for the on the business side of what they do. So if you would just keep them lifted up today, thank you. Mm-hmm. Are there any more? Amen. If all hearts and minds are clear on this morning, join your faith with mine as we go before the throne of grace on this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. We come before you thanking you this morning for another day. We come before you thanking you this morning for waking us up this morning, clothing our right mind. We thank you this morning for starting us on our way, Father. Father, we just thank you for being able to give you the first fruit of our morning on today, Father. Father, we just thank you and we magnify you this morning. We glorify you this morning, Father. Father, we thank you for the mobility of our limbs on this morning, God. We thank you, Father, for our senses on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for just being God all by yourself. Father, we just thank you for having us, putting us first this morning on your mind this morning, God. We just thank you, Father God. We glorify you. We exalt you on this morning, Father. We thank you for deeming us worthy on this morning, Father, because we know that it's nothing that we've done so special, but you deemed us worthy this morning, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We exalt you for you are King of kings this morning and Lord of lords. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to the King on this morning. Father, we just thank you. We just thank you. We just thank you. Father, we come before you asking you, Father, to forgive us of our sins, forgive us of our sins of omission, forgive us of our 
sins of commission. Forgive us of our transgressions, Father. Forgive us of our iniquities, Father God, on this morning, Father. We just repent this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus as we enter into your presence with thanksgiving in our hearts. We enter into your presence with a mouthful of praise on this morning. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Father, we lift up each and every person this morning online, each and every one of your children on this morning. Father God, we ask that you touch our hearts on this morning, Father God. We ask that you remove any and everything that is not of you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we come against anything that shall try to take root in our hearts, Father God, that shall try to deter us away from you. We come against it right now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you purge us and hiss up on this morning, God. Father, we ask that you give us a renewed heart, Father God, and a renewed mind on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you go into those secret chambers of our hearts, God. We ask, Lord God, everything that's been suppressed, Father God, everything that's been forgotten by, everything that's sitting there festering, we ask that you remove it on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you give us a heart after your heart on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we just want to thank you right now for touching your children this morning, God, touching our minds, oh God. We thank you for keeping us in perfect peace on this morning, Father God. And we thank you for giving us the peace that surpassed all understanding on this morning, God. We just thank you for being Jehovah's alone in our lives. We just thank you. We glorify you. We exalt you this morning, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I ask on this morning, Lord God, that you just Move every stronghold on our life on this morning. Father God, we ask that you break every soul tie, Father God, on this morning in our lives, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you tear down every strong man in our life on this morning, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you break every burden on your children on this morning because you are the burden bearer. Father, we ask that you break the yoke upon your children on this morning. Father God, we ask that you set free on this morning. Father God, we ask that you deliver on this morning. Father, we ask that you restore on this morning. Father God, we ask that you meet the needs of your children on this morning. Father God, in the natural as well as the physical. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we just want to thank you for moving, Father God. We thank you for being the burden bearers in our lives, Father God. Father, I ask that you remove every restraint, Father God, on your children's feet, everything that's keeping them stagnating on this morning, keeping them from going forth, for keeping them from moving, Father God, when you say move in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you remove every restraint from their hands on this morning, Father God, so they can do your will, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. Thank you to give when you say give. Do what you say do. And this time in this season, Father God, we declare and decree that they are free on this morning. Father, you said that who you set free is free indeed. We declare this free, freeness and deliverance on this morning. We just thank you, Father God, for moving this morning. We thank you, Father God. I ask that you strengthen your children's faith in this time, Father God, in the mighty
mighty name of Jesus. Father God, give them a childlike faith in this time, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you give us the strength to not lean into our own understanding. Give us strength to stay focused on you, Father God, that we may not waver to the left, we may not waver to the right, that we shall keep our eyes on you in this time, Father God, of our lives, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you give us the strength, Lord God, to lay down our lives as a worship unto you, as a testimony unto you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you fill your children with living waters on this morning, God. We ask that you fill them with a consuming fire, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that won't wait a minute on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the newness this morning, Father God. We just thank you for moving this this morning, God, we thank you for your hand over our lives on this morning. We thank you, Father, because we know that you are moving. You said we have not, so we ask not. So we summon you on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father Lord. We lift up Brother Thomas on today. Father, we ask that you strengthen him like never before. You strengthen him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Father God. Father, give him his desires of his heart, Father God, to do your will, Father God, to see the manifestation of the ministry, to see the fruitation of the ministry, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, continue to strengthen him to do your will, Father God. Touch his body, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Touch every ache, every pain. We command his body to align up with the word of God on this morning and be ye healed. Because Jesus, you said, by your stripes, he is healed. We thank you for his healing this morning. We thank you for the healing in his body on this morning. We just thank you, Father God, for moving in his life even right now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up the mothers on this morning. Father, we lift up each and every mother on today, Father God, in the natural as well as in the spiritual. We lift up those mothers on today, Father God. We lift up the ones who are in the nursing homes on today. Father, we ask that you strengthen them in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. We ask, Lord God, that you touch each and every person that come in contact with them, let them be a light to those that come in contact with them. Father God, you send those children that will embrace them and that will take care of them like you called them to do, Father God, and remove everything that is not of you, Father God, that shall come to try to hinder them, Lord God, and go against your will against them. We ask that you remove them right now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up those mothers that are, that are going through Alzheimer's, God, those that are going through mental disorders, Father God. We ask that you touch their minds because you are a mind restorer, Father. You are a mind regulator on today, Father God. We come against those mind tormented spirits, and we curse them this morning and command them to go to their dry places, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, until they're very upon his time, and we release the mind of Christ over them on this morning, Father God. Touch their bodies, Father God. Every ache and every pain on this morning, God. We ask that you strengthen the family, Father God, to stand, Father God, to take a stand, Lord God, to back them up that will be there. They will not be wet, grow weary, and well-doing. When it comes to their parents, Father, even the fathers this morning, God, we ask that you touch them, Lord God. Let you gird them up, Father, to be the fathers you call them to be, Father God, in this time and this season, Lord. <clears throat> Father, we just thank you right now. We lift up the storm victims this morning. 
Lord, you know each and every victim this morning. You know those storms in various places on this morning. Father, we ask that you touch them this morning. We ask that you make provisions for them on this morning, God. You send those that you ordained for this season and this time in their lives, Father God. You send those that will build them up. You send them that will encourage them. You send them that will preach the word over their lives <clears throat> on this morning, God. You send the ones that you ordained for this time, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we come against those that try to come to tear them down. We come against those that try to rip them off during this time. We plead the blood over them and their families right now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we know that you're sending those. We know that you're meeting their needs right now this morning. We know that you're doing it, and we thank you right now, Father God, for we know there will be many testimonies that will come out of this, Father God. We ask that you just continue to strengthen them, strengthen their minds, strengthen their bodies, Strengthen their family units on this morning, God, as they go through this. Lord, we lift up marriages this morning. Father, we lift up those marriages that are going through, Father. We pray for restoration over their marriages, Father God. We pray that you send those wisely counseled, Father God, to those who are going through marriages, Lord God, that are, rock, that are on the rocks, Father God. You send the wise counsel, God, that will build them up, Father God, that will guide them as you call them to do, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Father, we bind up the mouth of the naysayers against marriages on this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, we release your spirit over marriages. We thank you for restoring those marriages, Father God. We thank you for moving in those marriages. Father, give those those husbands a heart for their wives and give those wives a heart for their husband, God. And most of all, give them a heart for you to want to follow you, Father God, in spirit and in truth, want to do what you call them to do, Father God. They will raise their marriages up before you, Father God, and not before the world, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for restore, the restoration of marriages this morning, God. Father, we lift up Apostle Rose, Lord. We ask that you strengthen her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Father, as she's doing what you called her to do. Father, we ask that you send those laborers, Lord God, that will come to her aid, Father God. Father, we ask that you, I pray this Psalm 91 over her life. We pray Psalms 91 over each and every life that come in contact with her, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you restore, and we ask that you revitalize, we ask that you revive and rejuvenate her in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, you just continue to strengthen her, continue to guide her. We ask that you meet her every need, her every heart's desire, her her every provision, Father God, on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, continue to encamp your angels around her, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we just ask, Lord, that you send those laborers, Father God, that will do what you call them to do, that will roll up their sleeves and just dive in, Father, and know that it is you that requires them to do this, Father, that they will work and not grow weary, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that they will work towards a vision, Father God, that you give the house, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you, and we call those laborers from the north, south, east, and the west on this morning, Father. We know that you're doing We know that you're sending them, Father, and we thank you this morning. 
Lord, we lift up the veterans this morning. We ask that you touch them on this morning. Meet their needs this morning, Father God. Touch their hearts on this morning, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, touch their families on this morning. Father, whatever their need is, whether it's medical, Father God, whether it's spiritual, Father God, whether it's monetarily, Father God, we ask that you meet their needs, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, as they sacrifice themselves day in and day out, Father God, for your country, God. We ask that you meet their needs, meet their family needs, Father God. We declare the decree that they shall no longer go in lack, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we just ask that you just continue, Lord God, to look upon your veterans, continue to love upon your veterans, and send those that will love upon your veterans day in and day out, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. No matter what the veterans are going through, you send those, Father God, that you ordained for them, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up Bishop Abrams this morning. Father, we ask for a speedy recovery on this morning. We ask for restoration in his healing on this morning, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you continue to help your angels around him, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. We know that you're giving him restoration even right now, Father God. We know that you're touching his body even right now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We plead the blood over him right now. We plead the blood over his family right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Have your way in their lives, Father God, even right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, we just ask that you continue to show your hand mightily upon our bishop and his family, God, in this time and this season of their lives, Father God. We just thank you for his healing. We thank you for his healing, Father. We thank you for his healing. In Jesus' name, we lift up Ronald this morning, God. We ask that you meet his needs this morning. Father God, we ask that you touch his heart on this morning. Keep his mind in perfect peace, Father God. Be a light, a light to his feet, Father God. We ask that you continue to guide him, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Give him a hint to hear you clearly. Give him direction and clarity, Father God, on this morning on where he should go, what he should do, how he should move, God, in his life, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Give him that usher to want to follow you like never before, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we lift up Sean this morning, God. We ask that you heal his body, Father God. We declare and decree that he shall be cancer-free, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We curse cancer at the root this morning, commanded to die and go to dry places this morning. It shall have no root over his life in the mighty name of Jesus. He shall do what you called him to do. He shall say what you called him to say in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you strengthen his fiance right now as he stand with him. Strengthen their union, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, like never before, God. We ask that you just continue to strengthen their minds, strengthen their feet, strengthen their arms, God, and let them continue to see you in the midst of this, Father God. Let their wet their faith be unwavering, Lord, knowing that you are in control, knowing that you are Jehovah Rophi, knowing that you are the healer, and you move daily, and we know that you're healing right now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up all of those who are sick online this morning. We ask that you touch the, their bodies in a special way on this morning. Touch every ache, every pain, Father, Father God. We 
come against the spirit of infirmity, and we curse it this morning, command it to die and go to dry places. Father, we release a healing virtue over each and every person this morning, whatever ailment it may be, Father God, who can say that they have the victory this morning. They are more than conquerors. We thank you for your healing this morning. We thank you for your healing powers on this morning. Hallelujah. God, we ask that you give them the strength to take up their bed and walk, Father God, and be ye healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up Pastor Joe Pollock and First Ladies this morning. Father God, we lift up them this morning, Father God, as they make decisions, Lord God. Father, we ask that you show them what they should do. So give them precise instructions, precise strategies, Father God, as they move into the business, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, as they move into full-time ministry, doing what you call them to do. Father, we ask that you meet their every need, Father God. We ask that you send the laborers, Lord God, that will help them, Father God, that will be there to build them up, Father God. Father, we ask that you remove every parasitical leak out of their life, Father God, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask that you remove every stumbling block, every scheme. Give them an eye to see, Father God, in the mighty name of these, every part in the scheme of the enemy. We pray Psalms 27 over their lives and over their ministry. We declare and agree that they shall be a fruitful ministry on this morning. They shall do all you call them to do. The ministry shall do what you set out for it to do in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just want to thank you, Father, for your children, Lord God, that was obedient and came to the line. We thank you for the ones that wanted to come, Father God. We ask that you just continue to meet their needs on this morning. You go before them and make every crooked way straight as they go to and fro, Father. We ask that you keep your angels encamped around them this morning, encamped around their children, their spouses, their wives, their husbands, Father God, their vehicles, their jobs, Father God, whatever it is that they may go this morning. You, Father, you go before them, Father, and make every crooked way straight, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak peace over them this morning that surpass all understanding. I speak joy this morning. I speak happiness over them this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we just continue to plead the blood, Father, over the line <clears throat> this morning, over each and every person this morning. In Jesus' precious name, I thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. 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 There is a healing that is taking place even now. Hallelujah. Somebody is being uh, healed and delivered on today. Hallelujah. Even as uh, Minister Cola was praying, I felt a breaking that is taking place in someone's life. And even now, hallelujah, we speak the word even over Minister Cola's life. God, we thank you for the woman of God for her praying and interceding on behalf of your people. We ask that you restore her today, that you would refill her cup on today, and we thank you right now. Father, we thank you. Someone is being totally changed today because of the power of prayer, the power of prophetic intercession, and we give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. I just want to come very quickly because the Spirit of the Lord is totally moving on today even as the prayer that was going forth. You know, I want to encourage someone's heart, but it is very important that I speak a word today because God has uh, his people that are going through warfare like never before. We're in a war right now. There's a spiritual battle that is taking place right now, and God is giving us warnings. 
He is telling us to take heed. There are some things that we've got to disconnect from. There are some people that we've got to disconnect from. And there are things that happen in our life because we refuse to disconnect when God is saying disconnect. Everything good is not God. Everything that pertains to be good may be good for someone but not good for you. Things may seem to be good but not good for you, not good for us. Hallelujah. Not everybody is a bad person, but there are lots that are in the land. And God is saying we've got to remove the lots because they will hinder us from going into the promised land. They will hinder you from walking out the dynasty and from walking into the destiny that God has set before us. The marriages today are under attack. That's the reason why we are constantly interceding and covering and praying for marriages because the devil wants to destroy marriages. He wants to destroy the sanctity and the beauty of marriage. And we've got to stand in the gap that men and women will be committed to the vows in which they have made and that there will no longer be a moving away and shifting out of just because things don't appear to be the way that we want it. It's a trick of the enemy. And so you and I today have got to stand as never before against the walls of the enemy. There is an enemy that is in the camp. There is an enemy that is loose. There is an enemy that wants to kill, steal, and to destroy. And Minister Carla, you spoke a two words. There are parasites. There are leeches that are out there that will try to attach itself to you. And so there are times you've got to be careful. You've got to take heed. You've got to be prayerful, and you've got to be spiritual. You've got to see things in the spirit realm. You've got to see the leeches. You've got to understand the parasites. You see, our, our soulless realm, our mind wants us to think that this is okay. When there are certain things that are not okay, they are leeches. They are parasites. And so God is saying, disconnect. You've got to disconnect. You don't want to, but you've got to disconnect. And the decision sometimes in which we make will cause others to not understand because they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to analyze it. They're trying to see it in their natural thinking, some things you cannot analyze. There is no time to try to figure it out with your mind because you'll get in trouble every time. And so God wants to take us into a new place. He wants to take us into a higher place. And God is speaking to even those that are here on today, those of you that are faithful. God is speaking on today, and this is a word from the Lord, that I am about to take you into a new place. I am about to carry you on to a higher level. I am about to move you into a whole new dimension. And because of the place in which I am about to take you, I cannot take everybody else that are with you right now. And so you're going to have to become disconnected, and you've got to see only me, saith the Lord. For this is a day that's not like any other day. This is a day in which I have created for you, in which I'm about to take you into a whole nother arena, into a new place of understanding, into another place of revelation knowledge that is about to be downloaded into your spirit. And so the day, today, today, you've got to be 
began to hear the voice of the Lord, for I am about to do a greater work within you, saith the Lord. For this is a time, this is a season that I'm about to move in you in a way in which you have never experienced before. And when you begin to see me, you will begin to see all of the wonderful things in which I have assigned unto you. So fear not because this one or that one is dropping off. Fear not because this or that is beginning to come off. Fear not because of the things that are about to be for I am about to do a greater work Access and a new work minutes before in you. Start time. Hallelujah. On this day, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Rejoice in Access the call up to 15 minutes knowing that God is doing a great and wonderful thing. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Talk about a fight to even get that word out. There's a fight even to get that word out because the enemy doesn't want us to hear that word. Hallelujah. Call ID followed by the pound. As you can a disconnection in this line. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, and here again, followed by the pound key. Hold on. If you are not so getting the call. Recorded live. Amen. Can you hear me now? Hello? Hello? Well, we, we all know what that is coming from. We know that any time that we are doing anything that is dealing with the spirit realm, there will always be that fight. Amen. Amen. But we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Amen. And so we give God praise, glory, and honor. I had to come in. I'm so sorry that I just had this. is just something that was so heavy in my spirit that I had to share with you are all on this morning. We know that we are already past the time of our hour. Brother Thomas, I'm going to have you to come back on and just quickly um, give our announcements. Please hold your, your praise reports. If you have any praise reports, uh, we want to be able to spend some time tomorrow uh, being our first fruit Wednesday um, on tomorrow. But we are thanking and praising the Lord on Amen. I'm going to try to unmute, brother. I'm here to try to Okay, amen. It looks like there is a disturbance here on the line, so um, it looks like I'm going to have to try to close this out. Um, Pastor Lane Baker, can you hear that? Yes. Okay. Okay, amen, amen. And I hear it from um, Brother Thomas' line as well. Amen. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to mute. I'm going to mute out all of that sound. I'm not sure what that is on on this morning, but we do know that it's just it's just a trick of the enemy because of what God is about to do. Saints of God, you if only you could see what I'm seeing right now in the spirit realm. Um, there is something that God is about to do, mighty, mighty, and massive. So on this morning. Brother Thomas, since we we know every time I unmute your line and all the other lines, I'm hearing a lot of disturbance. 
So I'm going to go ahead. Please remember that tomorrow we've got First Fruit Wednesday. So we're excited about tomorrow. We're going to have a powerful time of prayer. Um, Pastor uh, Polak of Warner Robins, Georgia, is going to be with us in the morning um, to, to minister to our heart as the Spirit of the Lord moves upon him. And so come tomorrow with expectation. For those of you that have fathers, have brothers, have uncles, um, you know, spiritual uh, fathers, those that you know are even standing in the need of prayer, come tomorrow, uh, bring your prayer request so that the man of God can lift them up and intercede um, for those men that, that you know that are in need of prayer on tomorrow. We're looking forward to a, a special time of fellowship in the morning with Pastor Pollock and with First Lady Alicia, to God be the glory. We do want to thank God for Sister Banks for giving us that word for the day. Uh, Fidelity Tuesday, we thank God for Brother Thomas. Amen. I'm telling you what a blessing he is. Amen. And he would have been finishing out this morning, but we've got a lot of the noise that is on the back. For some reason, there's a lot of noise on there on his side Amen, and on everybody else's side except for Pastor Elect Baker. But we want to thank God for him reading our scripture and moderating our line today. Minister Carla, thank you for praying so fervently for us and for all of you that have participated in today's morning manna broadcast. It is truly a blessing, and we thank and praise the Lord for you on today. Amen. 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 So I'm going to go ahead and close us out. I tried to open you back up, Brother Thomas, so that you could come and give us our benediction scripture, um, but it still has that noise every time I open it up. So we're going to close this morning with our benediction scripture, which is coming from the uh, 24th and 25th verse of Jude. Amen. That says, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. Amen. Standing in behalf of Brother Thomas, who is our moderator for today and this entire week, and on behalf of all of us here at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, we want to wish you all a wonderful, a blessed day. Remember that today is Fidelity Tuesday. Know that God is faithful, loyal, and supportive. I love you on today. God bless you, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Amen. And you are unmuted. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.